In this episode, we are going to talk about the term light worker. Do you identify as being a light worker? What does that mean to you? I'm going to share exactly what it means to me. And as I've been sharing this take on this particular term recently, so many light bulb moments have been going off for women that I speak to saying, oh, I am a light worker. I'm curious at the end of this episode if you identify as connecting more with that term. And if you do, I would love, love, love to hear. Let's dive in. This is Chelsea Fournier, aka Your Routine Queen. I help healers, empaths, intuitives, and lightworkers create an aligned and sustainable holistic healing business online. Own your true path. Call it in. It's time to play bigger, but you don't want to lose yourself in the process of expansion. You can ignite and amplify both your purpose and your profit. Tune into this podcast for support making clear decisions that are designed perfectly for your unique gifts, business goals, and desired lifestyle. Ready to become your own routine queen to master the next steps in your highest blueprint to welcome in highest abundance in all forms? Let's make it happen. Welcome to your routine queen podcast. I help so many women start to figure out how to show up online and make the decisions and create the content that's going to call in their soul client, like the person that is just the perfect fit for the transformation that they can offer. And they just love working together. And that becomes like the poster child success story testimonial that this coach or facilitator or health guide shares, right? That's the ideal. That's what you want happening in your online business is those people who you really know that you can help finding you. Now, part of the way that we do that in running an online business is figuring out what's the sign on the door that you desire to hang out and how is someone going to know that they're like, oh gosh, that's me and start following you or start enrolling on your newsletter list or listening to your podcast, right? And so my own journey of coming to this term light worker just very recently over the past uh, eight or nine episodes here on the podcast, you see that I've shifted from the sign on my door, aka the verbiage, the word choice that I use around who I want to help or who I know I could help. It shifted from being anxious, introverted, overwhelmed, busy moms who are also running an online business to starting to ask those moms who did desire to hire me or who did implement some of my free tips and get really great results, having conversations with those moms and saying, well, I know we're both moms and we're both running an online business, but why are you following me or why did you hire me? And time and time again, I was personally told, and you might be told something different if you ask your ideal clients this, I was told, it's your intuition. It's that second sense that you have in the conversations that we have. It's your ability to really drop into your heart and and listen and mirror back what I need to hear. It's your ability to help me really walk my life's purpose in a way that nobody else has encouraged me to do. And you're just a business coach, you know? And so what I started to realize is that my soul clients have that deeper connection to higher self, have that deeper connection to wanting to walk in their life's purpose, to be tapped in, tuned in, turned on, working on their frequency, working on their vibration, and taking the action that's going to be 
really laying out decisions by design, which is what I teach, and using frameworks like my aligned decision-making framework. So they're craving structure. They're craving clarity and next steps in how to show up and run an online business. But they were really connecting with me more so than just because maybe I'm a toddler mom or we had that mom connection, but more so because of some of the unspoken gifts that they felt when they got on a class with me or saw my videos or had a conversation. And I started to realize that's actually the side of me that I want to speak from more. And I really started to get in touch more and more with terms. Okay, so if it's not a busy, anxious mom, like that's really easy to describe. What is it? Am I trying to connect with healers, with empaths, with intuitives, with guides, with, you know, so many of the the women that I desire to work with, they really identify in a business sense and in a true gift sense vastly differently. Like I get on a call with someone who is trained as a doula or a birth worker, and I feel that string, that connection. And then maybe the next call that I have is with someone who is a Reiki master or with someone who is a dance fitness trainer but wants to bring like holistic support and mindset support to the women who join their membership. Or maybe they're a health coach or a functional medicine doctor who's shifting in more into coaching to be able to help people in a different way or someone who's graduating a nurse coaching program. There's so many cool conduits, connections, ways that these women are bringing their knowledge, their gifts, like really diving into how they can help people. And so I've been spending a lot of time over the past couple months really figuring out how do I call all of them in? Because I see them as the same in some ways, but they're each uniquely different and and maybe calling themselves different things. And, you know, oh gosh, this this woman's Instagram bio says she's a medicine woman. This one says she's an energy worker. This one says, you know, she's a healer or a breathwork guide, a, a meditation coach, a journaling coach, like all these women. I just love what they're putting out there. And so how do I encapsulate all of these amazing women and, and help them to see that they are meant to follow me, that they are meant to maybe take a next step with me to hop on a call or to learn about my program or to join into my membership or just to have that tug of maybe DMing me just so I can add a little bit of value or clarity or we can have a heart connection just even briefly by voice memo. Like how do I put a sign on my virtual business door that says, hey, I think we have something in common. In just a second, I'm going to share a pretty personal story, and it is going to connect. There is a through line of helping this all come together, but I'm going to share a pretty personal story about kind of how I have been discovering my life's purpose since making a very big change in my personal life and how that's been playing out specifically for me to see myself as a light worker in an unexpected way and to identify more and more with calling in light workers into my business. I wanted to take a moment to just invite you to a free opportunity that I offer exclusively to this podcast community. If you're listening to this podcast, this comes out to you. You might hear me from time to time talk about supplements that I'm using or CBD or how I'm creating little micro rituals and be like, I just want to ask my question about it. I want to know if that would be right for me. I want to get my specific um, experience or ideas accounted for and get some feedback. Did you know that I actually offer a free 30-minute call to podcast listeners that I call a free 
30-minute focus and power-up call. I'm going to put a link in the show notes and you could head over to chelseafournier.com and there's also a link there where it says free focus call. Literally, there's no strings attached. Yes, if we talk about something that you're like, oh my gosh, I want to know about that CBD you mentioned in the episode. Like for sure, I if I have an affiliate code or a discount or anything, I'm going to help you to get the best deal, right? And And guide you that way. But It might also be that at the end of our call, we're like, wow, there's a really powerful meditation I just listened to. And I think I'm just being called to send it to you. There might be some next step. There might be some referral or resource that I could help you to connect with so that you have that as part of your aligned next step. So I just wanted to pop in for one quick second to let you know about that. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for a free 30-minute focus and power-up call. Just if you're listening to this and you're feeling really called to deepen your experience or our conversation about anything you've heard me bring up on the podcast or over on my Instagram feed, I would encourage you to book it. Why not? This is your sign. I'm calling you out. Let's do it. So the reason I have not shared this story often or extensively truly is because I know that to every story, there are two sides. And so I know that I'm only sharing my experience and it involves another human being who I no longer have a relationship with. So I never want stories that I share and the impact they made on me and my life's direction to be perceived as the absolute truth uh, or for someone who's involved to hear it and say, oh my gosh, you know, she's throwing me under the bus. But I'm going to share the story. I actually shared it in a masterclass that I taught last week. And what, after I got off the class, Three people reached out to me and said, wow, I didn't know that side of your story. And that really helped me understand, like implying to my life or layering it onto my life, and this is me speaking in their voice, layering it over onto my life is helping me to truly see that I am a light worker. And I really appreciate you sharing that. So I'm going to share this story and we're going to actually step back to the spring of 2015. And I know I could scroll back in my Facebook archives and like figure out where, what exact date it was. And I probably have it journaled somewhere, but because I know what I did the rest of the day. And I think I did share a post about it, but I I was not sharing the truth of what was really happening that day. But I, I know the energy of what that post was about, but whenever it was in the spring of 2015, I think it was March, I had worked up the courage to leave my first husband. And some of you who are listening may not know my story, but I was married uh, early, young, I would say. And so it's not the same amazing soul partner that I have today who I call my husband, my hub daddy. So I had worked up the courage to leave my husband. And I recall the exact morning that I woke up in a panic, realizing that he hadn't come home again. It was becoming more and more routine which I was not comfortable with. After calling everyone I knew he may have been out with the night before to no answers, I just had a pull of intuition to open the door out of our fourth-story walk-up apartment into the hallway, and there he was, passed out. My assumption is that he was too inebriated to get his key into our apartment door. Now, without even thinking, it was just, if you've ever had that moment where you're like, straw on the camel's back, nope, no more. I just started packing a bag. I followed my intuition on what needed to be done. Just finally and honestly, I needed to leave. So basically stepping over him to get some items together and just get ready to head out to the door, what I thought would be a week or so and figuring like, oh, maybe we'll work things out. I'll be back. And so I actually called my sister and said, I don't know where I'm going. I need somewhere to stay. 
could I come, you know, I think it'll be a week or less, but could I just come crash with you? That ended up turning into a year of living in a spare room in my sister and brother-in-law's house. And I'm forever grateful for the little nook in their home that they shared. They really opened their home to me and allowed me to have some space, some time, and some patience to start to lick my wounds and start to focus on healing my heart and, quite honestly, healing some health issues likely linked to adrenal fatigue after just living for years in absolute chaos and really starting to re-envision what I wanted to do with my life. And so I was in this little spare room in their house with my like couple bags or couple boxes. I had to rehome my sweet, sweet kitty to live with my grandmother for a little while while I figured out where I was going to be and just was so, so out of sorts. But at the same time, knew that I was using the strength needed to really recreate not just my marriage, not just relationship or not relationship. I knew that it was really about deeply connecting to a bigger sense. And so because my ex and I had run the law firm together, that was my livelihood. I was left to really reassess what I wanted to be doing with my life at the same time of reassessing what it looked like to be single. I needed to find my purpose, but I didn't believe getting back into the law was really my true calling. And it was like this gift being given to me to say, maybe it's time to reflect. And so fast forward, in April of 2016, I was driving home. So at the time, home was in Maine. And I had done a road trip by myself down to Florida to visit uh, my parents. They had a, a place down there for the winter. And so I was driving back from this road trip. And when I returned from this road trip, I had scraped together enough to get back on my own two feet and move into a small apartment a few blocks from my sister. I was ready to be like away, but not away, away. And so I was running at the time. I was working uh, with an entrepreneurial incubator program. And so had a stipend to be running this program that was uh, through the state of Maine. And I was taking coaching clients. I was working a network marketing business, just all in the hopes of making ends meet without having to go back to practicing law. And I don't know if any of you listening are like multipreneurs, if you have lots of certifications or lots of backgrounds, lots of passions or desires or ways that you want to help people. And I was just trying to figure out like which one of these is going to kind of take off and be what I can focus on. And so in that little apartment that I moved into, it was a very old building. I was on the first floor and I could hear every step above me as they walked. And it was on that first floor apartment in my little extra bedroom that I turned into my tiny, tiny office. And it was in late December. And I sat on that floor and I brainstormed an idea. And within a few minutes of the idea happening, I started to take action because that's just who I am. I have an idea. If it truly pings and feels like the right direction, I just start taking action for better or worse. And the action I took was I, I created a Facebook group. And I believe it was the first Facebook group I had ever created. This like running Facebook groups like the we see today was not really like a thing. And I called it Raise Your Vibe, Attract Your Tribe. And so I got it set up with, you know, as I reflect back now, like kind of a lame color cover. I chose these really bright teal and purple colors that I was going to, I was super proud that I like set up a free pick monkey account, if you're familiar with that. And I set up like the color palette I was going to use. I made a Google form that people I was hoping were going to fill out to join this group. 
And then I just spontaneously went over to my personal Facebook group. I was dressed to work out because I remember I was sitting there and saying like, okay, I'm going to go do my workout. But first, let me just do this live video. And so I went to my personal Facebook profile and I made an invitation, inviting people to this group, Raise Your Vibe, Attract Your Tribe. And so what I, what was I inviting them to? I was inviting people to join a free program that did not exist yet, just in my mind. And I was actually planning to run it for 90 days. Instead of just setting a, a New Year's resolution, right? Like think about this was the end of December. People are starting to set their New Year's resolutions. I was having conversations, inspired this. And instead of just setting a resolution that nobody would follow through with, let's be honest, my vision was to help them establish routines and habits that would turn into a long-term shift that they could adopt. Like fast forward to where I'm at now, I'm routine queen. Then I was doing so much research on the biology of motivation, on routines, on habit development, on resistance. I was really into the book, The War of Art at the time. And that was a big inspiration for some of the content of the trainings. And so what happened is in less than a week, over 80 people had opted in to join this group. And for me, I was just like, wow, I thought maybe like five people were going to want to do this with me. It felt like this huge community. And this was me basically saying, hey, I'm going to give you free group coaching for 90 days and I'm going to pour my heart and soul into you. And that's exactly what I plan to do. And that's exactly what I did. I remember going to my favorite coffee shop. Sometimes I worked in my little office and sometimes I would grab my super old MacBook Air laptop and I would head down to Forage Market, I believe. Uh, it was my favorite little spot. And I would get my table that had the sunshine pouring in and go get my tea. And then I would sit down and I, I created curriculum, like high quality curriculum. If you don't know this, I actually, you know, years before this had been trained. I am trained as a business coach. I'm also a former small business lawyer, you know, before this phase in my life. And also just someone who loves creating learning material. And so I sat down and made curriculum and worksheets and post images and prompts and celebrations and personal support, like outreaching to anyone who was actively engaging in the group to see how I could deepen their their benefit of really getting in touch with what their resolutions were. Now, none of the landing pages exist anymore, but I did recently when I was preparing for this masterclass last week, I found a slide deck for the webinar I did at the end of that program. And at the end of this, so I just want you to picture this. At the end of me pouring in for 90 days, no exchange of compensation, right? Like I invited these people in for free and I was offering it for free. There was I was not resentful of that in any way. But at the end of this, I'm like, wow, okay, what am I going to offer? Some of these people are asking, like, do you do coaching? How could I work with you? This has been so powerful for me. And so I put together a three-week program, and it was going to have one personal coaching session, and then I believe three or four, I think it was an orientation, and then three group sessions that were like 90 minutes. And I called it the Resolution Reboot Academy. And so early bird pricing was $97. And then it went up to $147. Now, I don't recall the specifics. I'm sure if I logged back into my Stripe account or wherever I was selling it, that I could double check. But I think I had like nine or 10 students enroll. And so I made like $1,000 in selling my first online course. Now, at the time, I'm not going to get into like the business plan around all of it. But at the time, 
um, it was a significant loss based on the amount of money I put into um, hiring someone to help me develop landing pages and logo and some of the expenses that I, I really didn't need to invest in. But so that was like a win in that it was the first time I saw money come into my Stripe account from something I created and sold other than just private coaching because I had done private coaching in the past. But it was a loss in like return on investment. Okay. But I do recall very specifically that one of the students who had been very active in the free program asked if she could take me out to coffee. She happened to live nearby. We knew each other like in real life, but she had been very active in this virtual community that I'd put together. And during that meetup, I'll be honest, at the time, I don't think we were like particularly close. We just felt really well connected and really honest with each other. And she poured out her heart to me about how being in that 90-day experience and in the program, she said was changing her life. She thanked me so genuinely and profusely that I didn't even know what to do in the moment to really take it in. I don't know if that's ever happened to you where you're like, wow, this was really powerful for you. Like, that's what I wanted, but I didn't really know how anybody was feeling in the program. And I remember sitting in my car in the parking lot before I drove off from that meeting and just knowing that my life's purpose was to help women experience transformations like she had just described having in that program. And she wrote me a beautiful testimonial and so did several other students from that group. And I just knew that coaching and guiding Guiding was really the word that stood out to me, even though I held myself out as a, you know, a life coach, a business coach in different phases of my career. I knew that my guidance was where my life's purpose was unfolding, but I didn't quite see, you know, how it fit all together. And I've been reflecting a lot over the past couple months as I've been thinking about this sign I want to hold out on, on my virtual door, my online business, my Instagram bio, my podcast tagline, like all of this is how we virtually find each other. And so I was reflecting, and let me see if I can make this big enough to read any of it. I don't know if I can. Uh, I'm just going to read some of this testimonial. And so this woman's name is Jessica. And she said, I've been following Chelsea intently for the past few months. So remember, this is back in 2015. Chelsea is an incredibly successful entrepreneur and friend that I admire immensely. She provides coaching for shifting your mindset, helping you identify the skills and tools you need to achieve your goals and help you keep the momentum you need to stay on track. Through her guidance, I've realized that I've been letting my life just happen to me. I've been letting whatever thought drift through my mind control my feelings and my day, and I've been responsive instead of intentional. I never really understood that I could have any influence or control over my awfulizing thoughts. And the more I dug into this, I learned how our thoughts and words impact our actions. Creating a new mindset may end up being a lifelong, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting choked up, may end up being a lifelong commitment and journey for me, but it's all becoming so clear now. And the lessons I'm learning and the changes I'm implementing are making a real difference. Now, you can understand how seeing a testimonial like that could make me feel like this has got to be part of my life's purpose, right? But we're going to fast forward in just a moment and really let that sink in that that was in 2016. I'm recording this in 2022 and just getting clear on how I want to call in women like Jess to help support them going forward.
So now that you've heard more about my story and even deepening your understanding of what I consider to be a light worker, I have a question for you. Who do you know that I need to bring onto this podcast who is a light worker in your life? Do we want to hear their story, their journey, how they figured out their gifts, how they grew the online community that they have of ideal soul clients? Like, who do you follow? That now you're like, oh my gosh, Chelsea should so bring so-and-so onto this podcast. And maybe it's you. Either way, I would love for you to DM me over on Instagram at your routine queen and make a connection. Like I am currently, as I'm sitting down recording this, but I know that it's going to be ongoing forever. I'm putting together a wish list of guests that I would love to bring onto this podcast. And if you would like to hear someone's story or you would like to share your own story of what it looks like to be a light worker running an online business, figuring all of this out, helping others, please DM me over at your in, your routine queen on Instagram and let me know who I should be bringing on. I want to share and kind of wrap all of this up why I chose the term light worker. And you might be listening to this long in the future and go over my Instagram bio and it's not what it says because this might evolve, right? And I'm open to that. But right now, the sign on my door, if you will, over on Instagram says, I help light workers claim colon signature transformation, design aligned offerings, call in soul clients and run a business for purpose and profit. That's what feels right for me right now. But the I help light workers is what really feels right. Now, what do I mean by that? Do you identify as being a light worker just from hearing my story of me figuring out what my life's purpose was in a time of darkness for me and transformation and trauma and overcoming and then turning around and creating something that really helped someone to find light? Here's my take on this term. I love working with light workers and some of my absolutely ideal soul clients and just people who I want to network and have in my life are still figuring out if this is them. To me, and this might be different for you, and if you feel differently, I want you to message me over on Instagram and say what your take on it is because I I know that this is a term that some people are really drawn to. Some people are like, I don't think that's me. My take. Light workers shine bright and work the light in their lives, showing up as a beacon of hope and guidance, especially in dark times. And so that might mean being your own light in dark times of your own personal journey and being that person that not with toxic positivity, but that people look at and say, wow, she's really handling this well. Like I, you know, see her going through this hard time, but she's digging deep and doing personal development work. Like I would be in shambles, right? It could mean um, light in somebody else's dark times. So it could be that you are showing up either personally or professionally to help others through those dark times, or it could just be the dark times in our freaking world and deciding to focus on and expand your own light despite the darkness closing in. And so a question I have, a couple questions I have for you to kind of assess, do you feel as though you identify as a light worker? One question is, do you feel an enormous pull towards helping others? Not everybody does. If you're saying, well, yeah, of course everybody does, I'm going to actually pause and say, not everybody does. Because if you are a light worker and you do feel that enormous pull, you kind of assume everybody does as well. But that's not the truth. It's a, it's a 
I don't know the statistics or, you know, anything like that. But I would guess if you were to put together a a room of 10 people, there's probably, I don't know, three or four of them that are like, I'm put here on this earth to help people. Like, I get that. But how am I supposed to be doing it? Right. I was on a call yesterday reconnecting with a, a dear just dear soul, someone who was in my life um, years ago, actually before all of this unfolded, and just seeing where she's at now and hearing her. And we were on Zoom, so I was able to see her emphatically using her hands and that her hands were swiping across the Zoom screen, right? And saying, I know I'm here to help people. I'm just trying to figure out which part of my toolkit I'm supposed to be bringing out to the world right now. If you're asking yourself questions, if something like that is keeping you up at night saying, well, I'm certified in this and I'm trained in this and here's my life experience and I know I could bundle this all together to help someone like me or someone going through a period of darkness, but what's the most impactful way I can help people? I think you might be a light worker, girlfriend. <laughs> my second question is, have you gone through your own hardships and trauma in your life And maybe you're on the other side of it, or maybe you're just a little bit further ahead than others who are starting that journey and coming to see those challenges as an opportunity for insight and healing. Because again, I'm going to say some people go through trauma and hardships and it does not turn into insight and healing. And so you may assume, well, doesn't everybody lean into personal development, lean into mindset work, journal the crap out of their trauma? you know, hire a coach, get on a breathwork journey. Does, doesn't everybody do that to move through their trauma? And the answer is no. But if you've gone through those hardships and trauma and seen it looking back as like the turning point of when you committed to whatever it means for healing, for insight, for self-awareness, for personal development, to become a better version of yourself, to step into your higher self's vision of you, you might be a light worker. Now, I see, gosh, women who are so close to me going through this where even as they're in what some would consider to be like muck and mire, they're turning around and helping people who are just a couple steps back. I see this with a couple Instagram followers who I follow who are really doing great work around empowering empowering women, whether they're, uh, you know, just laying forward that there's the option to leave an unhealthy or abusive marriage. A woman might feel very, very stuck financially or emotionally and giving the light to say, no, I did it. I mean, not to glorify divorce or, you know, leaving a partner, but to say like, it's safe. You can do it. There are resources for you. There could be, you know, some of the people that I follow, even just saying some of the doulas, birth workers, like I'm not a birth worker. I don't plan on having another baby, but I love following these amazing birth workers who are putting out content, helping to educate about the female anatomy and the birthing experience. It's actually been healing to me to look back on what was a fairly traumatic labor and delivery for me and to see and just learn what's possible. It's very healing to me. And so there's these women who are saying, I'm just a little bit further ahead from you. In fact, the doula that I hired uh, became a doula in part because she had an extremely traumatic birth and just welcoming into the world of her beautiful, beautiful little girl. They're turning around and saying, maybe I'm not on the other side of healing this, but I know I can help you where you're at. 
if that's you, you might be a light worker. Now, question three, are you desiring to pass your wisdom, gifts, or knowledge onto others to help their journey just be easier in some way? You know, to say, well, I don't know why I've cobbled together. You know, I've been certified as a health coach or Reiki or I've been, you know, working with a shaman. I've been learning how to help people meditate properly. I'm going through a breathwork facilitation. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going through counseling training to actually become a, a licensed counselor. Like I'm a massage therapist. None of this might make sense. Why are you called to learn so many things? Why are you called to really spend time what might feel like not doing anything, journaling about your own trauma? Why is this all unfolding the way that it is? But you're always thinking, how can I pass some of this on? Yes, it's about healing yourself and doing your own work. But the second you hear someone on social media or in, in real life saying that they're like five steps behind you in the same transformation that you're currently working on, your immediate thought is, wow, I could make that a little bit easier for you. Are you open to chatting? If one, two, or three of these questions, you're nodding your head, in my perception, you're a light worker. Now, I know there's lots of Instagram accounts based around, you know, light workers and and helping you to understand like your intuitive gifts and and what that might be on a deeper gift level. But I want to tell you that if you show up into my Instagram feed, if you're listening to this podcast, if you feel seen, if you feel heard by me, as someone who I love, I love teaching business, I love teaching marketing, I love helping people to shift mindset. There's so many aspects of like business that just I live and breathe. It's so easy for me. But maybe that's my, part of my gift of being a light worker. Maybe it's part of my gift of saying, hey, light worker, sweet friend, you deserve to have financial abundance as well. And you deserve to have a lifestyle. You deserve to take advantage in a good way of this crazy connectedness that we live in. You're showing up here in this earth. Your body is here. Your mind is here. Your knowledge is here. In a time when we can connect with people globally, even though it literally doesn't make sense. <laughs> and so how can you take advantage of that in a positive way to call in a community of soul clients or even just of people who may never pay you a dime but get so much value from what you share that you pass on light into their journey of darkness? Like, how how beautiful is it? If you're someone in this lifetime, like if you were, let's go back three, four generations, if you were mixing up herbs or talking to women about how they could birth more successfully or, you know, helping someone to learn how to speak their feelings in a different way, you'd probably be considered a witch, right? I don't know. Or, or you would be a revered medicine woman in a community. I don't know. But what I know is that in this day and age, we need more of us in whatever, like I consider myself to be a light worker and that I'm helping people who have empathic abilities, intuitiveness, healing education, healing knowledge, transformational support to learn how to package that and bring it out to other people to help them and have that ripple effect to be a part of my legacy. That lights me the freak up. If you can't hear me, my energy is like, ah, I just want more of you to find me and to help those of you who desire the same transformation, the, the signature transformation. And I don't know if this is like a beautiful way of saying it, but the signature transformation I desire to be known for over time, like when I'm gone, if people can look back and say, 
wow, I remember when I was still trying to figure out how to take all these crazy things I wanted to put together, you know, the gifts that I had. And I worked with Chelsea or I followed Chelsea and she helped me see that I could actually run an online business for purpose because I care deeply about impact and purpose and helping people, but also that I could, I could create profit from this and do it in an amazing equal energetic exchange. So it's it was never salesy. It was never sleazy. It was calling in people who needed what I had, helping them to find me online and then offer them something that would help their journey. And you know what? Because of that, looking back, because of that work I did with Chelsea, I was able to truly live my life in a different way. I was able to fund my family values. I was able to invest in the organic foods that I desired for my family or the supplements or the alternative healthcare, or I was able to buy that home that I truly desired to have a safe haven for my family, or we were able to move to a space that felt safe or felt energizing, or I was able to afford yoga classes. And that was the next step in my journey of transformation or whatever it is to truly fund your path is obviously one of my soapboxes that in order to be an impactful light worker and healer, you need to fill your own cup. And let's just admit it, we live in a world where having financial resources makes that easier. It makes it more expansive. And it's time for us light workers to claim the spot that right now there's so many extroverted hustle and grind like poster children of online marketing out there and you probably don't resonate with them. If you're listening to this podcast, like I'm not Gary Vee. I'm not like Tony Robbins. I'm not these people like just out there telling you to like hustle your guts out and short-term sacrifice for long-term payout. Like, yeah, there's going to be some focus. There's going to be extra time. There's going to be up-leveling. There's going to be time management skills. There's going to be organization skills. There's no reason you can't design an online business that can be run for profit and for purpose that can help to fund your family values. And if you're nodding your head and saying like, oh, I didn't know I was a light worker. I feel seen. I feel heard. This makes sense. You're part of the community that I want to call in to just take a step deeper. It doesn't mean you have to reach out and be like, oh my gosh, I want to hire you or get into your program, but just take a step deeper into this community because this is what I'm trying to put together is a community of light workers who feel the same way who are saying, I love exploring my own gifts. I love helping other people. I love the purpose. I also love that we live in a crazy time where we can be connected by social media. We can grow an email marketing list. We can put together links where people can pay me for my transformations that I offer. Like I love that too. I love the idea of financial abundance. I love the idea of when I'm gone, leaving my children a legacy and not debt. Because you can start that inheritance, if you will, today by developing an online business that is on a foundation to truly scale and grow without losing yourself, without burning yourself out, without being someone that you're not. It is possible. So this this episode, I hope it falls on you in a way to help you feel seen because you might be a health or wellness coach saying, am I a light worker? You might be a medicine woman saying, I don't identify as being a healer because my client has all of the capacity to do the healing. I'm just here to support and guide and give next steps. You might be an energy worker or a Reiki practitioner saying, oh, I guess I never really thought of myself as a light worker. You might be breathwork or meditation guide or holistic fitness or nutrition coach or support. 
a healer of any kind, you might literally just be listening to this podcast to like figure all this crap out. And I want to just call you in to take a next step. What would it look like to feel more connected to this community, this Your Routine Queen community? Could it feel like following me on Instagram if you haven't done so, so you can see my stories and the posts and the reels? I think my reels are funny. I hope you do too. I do them for fun. Maybe it means subscribing to this podcast because you don't want to miss the next episode and the interviews that I'm bringing in and the deeper topics we're going to be covering. Maybe it means sharing this podcast to someone else. Maybe it means just emailing me and saying, hey, thank you so much for helping me see something. Like, What does it just mean to take one tiny step to acknowledge on a deeper level, to have a conversation, to put it out there into the universe in words, in the written form or spoken and saying, wow. This has been really, really helpful for me. So I hope that this episode does fall on you in a way that helps you to deepen your relationship with this brand, with myself, with yourself. And uh, yeah, we've got some really great interviews coming up over the next uh, couple episodes, over the next couple months. I'm going to be bringing on experts who have agreed to participate and collaborate with me in my Aligned to Ignite group program and going to be kind of bringing their voices in here into this broader community of the podcast because I believe you deserve to hear from them as well. So stay tuned, make sure to subscribe, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday to come borrow my left brain, routines, systems, and strategies to make them your own. The solutions you seek are never on the same frequency as the problems you are encountering. Let's get you on the right frequency. Thank you.